If you are a mama that feels like you need to address the time of day you wake up and getting your workouts in place and getting your nutrition dialed in, if you're feeling like the burden of needing to do all of those today, this starting point session today that you get to listen in on is going to bless you big time because I spoke with Lisa and she was kind of feeling the pressure, the need to address all of those areas because she knew there were mishaps going on in all of them. And she knew she needed to address them, which is why we did a starting point session. So she could figure out which one needed to be her starting point. So the change she made was sustainable and stuck over the course of time, instead of trying to change all of it at once, the time of day she woke up, how much she was working out during the week and her nutrition. She didn't try to change. She tried to change that all in the past, but guess what would happen? She would fall out, fall off after a week or two, one day of eating out, one day of missing a workout, and she was back off track. She's not the only one. That happens when we try to change too much at once. So listen in today on Lisa's starting point session. She's one year postpartum, and we figure out how can we pick one thing to start with to get this ball rolling down the hill in your journey and really make an impact when it comes to change. Time to listen in. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times. And I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. So I'm very familiar with where you're at, but I just want to hear in your words, kind of a summary about where you're at right now with your journey. Like, give me the full picture. Workouts, nutrition, mindset, routine, what all does it look like? Just totally transparently right now. So, um, some like one year postpartum, general like background stuff. I've like never really been like super healthy. Like honestly, my healthiest was like college. Since having my son, I really like because I was like breastfeeding. I was like, you know, the, all the weight would just like fall off. I'll I'll get back to it, and then like it just never went away. Mm-hmm. And I've been on and off this whole year. Okay, like I want to eat better this week, and I'll start to. And oh man, you know, today's just been hard. Let's just go get some food. Or with workouts, his sleep was really good for a couple months. And then it, and so I was like, all right, well, I've started getting up, working out. And then like he hit the sleep regression. And I was like, oh, well, there goes that. And then I would stop for like two weeks. And then I'll try again. Before, I was doing a lot of walks. But more recently, we've just like kind of taken a pause because his like naps are changing. It's like, you got it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, just kidding. Here's a change. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right, well. <laughs> yeah, the second you figure it out. Yeah. 
but actually my husband just started a new work schedule this week where he has to be at work earlier Mm. but I'm thinking like it could be positive with getting up with him way before my son is up so I can get time to me whether to work out or read or whatever um that like just started today which is cool that we're doing this but yeah I've been like back and forth a lot with all right we're gonna eat really healthy for like we do it like really good for two weeks and then we're like oh man but these plans are like you know whereas like this day's just been really hard and like we'll just go grab something to eat and then like then we'll get to Wednesday and it's like oh well we already ate out might as well just keep eating out once we mess up one time it's like and we're downhill and then we're back up and then we're down so lots of ebbing and flowing right now okay so I just want to encourage you and the fact that that's really normal for like one I I won't call it a mishap but like one off day or one off moment to cause back to that comfort level because it's kind of a good way to explain it a good metaphor is you have a, a baseline that you're used to working from in everything you know what time your body likes to wake up in the morning and how you approach nutrition and how you approach working out and your threshold for frustration. Like these all, you all have a baseline for all of those. And often what we'll try to do, especially with our journeys is we'll try to stay at this level. That's way above our baseline instead of working up towards it and slowly like incrementally building our baseline up to that point. We just go, whoop, let's just try up here, try to get everything in place. And then, you know, when something goes wrong, it's really easy to drop back down to that baseline because we were never building it incrementally, raising it up genuinely raising that baseline up. So that's super normal because almost everyone does that. I yeah. used to do that in my journey too, where I was like, all right, I'm just going to change it all. Let's go Monday. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it was like two, three, four weeks and then I'd have an off day and then it'd be off for a few weeks. And then I'd try to go back to that and it's the roller coaster, but it's very common. So you're not alone in that, but there's definitely a way to approach it, to make it that baseline move up instead. And when you're talking about how your husband's schedule changing, you have such a positive outlook on that. And that's oh, huge. Like that's really important because some people could be like, oh, his schedule is changing. Like now it's going to be more difficult and more of a burden. And I'm adjusting and now my son's adjusting, but you're taking it so positively. And that in itself will help a ton. So yeah. But yeah, what do you want right now? Like, what's the number one thing that you want out of your journey right now that you want to change that you want to have in place? I want to at least get back to where I was when I got pregnant mm-hmm. because I'm just at a point now, like I would not feel comfortable getting pregnant right now. Cause it would, I think having so much more weight and just like not being able to do as much would start me out really bad. But like, cause pregnancy, like you almost everyone like puts on like a decent amount of weight because you have the baby and you have like a new organ and all that stuff. Yeah. And I, I really want to be one to be able to do more, but also like create healthy habits because my son is like one. So he's going to want to eat what we eat. He wants to do what we do. So I really want to be able to like keep those habits and also get healthier to get pregnant again. Gotcha. So like losing weight to a pre-pregnancy point, what else does that look like? Like more tangibly day to day, what does that look like? Yeah, I definitely want to ideally like at least working out three, four times a week. So, and it doesn't have to be like huge workouts, even if I, we go on a walk or like I do yoga or something, just mm-hmm. more of regular movement. Yeah. Um, really like nutrition is really big because my whole life, my, my family just always ate junk. Now I start, I've started to enjoy cooking, but I like struggle to find things that me and my husband both like or that we, that's nutritious, but also really good because like, I just don't want to eat 
raw vegetables all the time. You know? yeah. um, I can tell like when like we eat out a lot in a week, how much less I get done in a week because I'm just fatigued the whole time, mm. you know? And so working out is great, but like if you're eating a bunch of junk, then it's not going to matter as much. It's not going to impact as much. Yeah. So with those things, working out three to four times a week, just moving more regularly and eating out less often, what are, what are the things that are making it hardest to get to that point to making that a more consistent thing? I think timing is really hard for like my workout wise, because my son's sleeping has been like a little off and stuff. And he's been like wanting to sleep with us. And so if I move him, he's going to wake up. So then I can't go work out with my husband's new schedule. I was like, well, before I was like, I would get up to like, I could go to the gym, maybe like before he goes to work. But now it's like, well, he has to leave the house by six. So I'd have to get up at 4am just to get there and back. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And your um, son, is he still waking up at night too? Yeah. yeah. That'd be a lot on your body. Don't yeah. Have to last. <laughs> yeah. And I, I need at least like a, a good seven mm-hmm. is like, and that would be going to bed at like eight o'clock. And my son's bedtime is eight o'clock. So, yeah. and it's still interrupted sleep because he's still, yeah. so that'd be uh, timing with that is hard. And also I really never worked out consistently, or like had like a routine. So I really struggle finding something that I don't get bored with. Cause like, I really enjoy like Zumba or like stuff like that. And other workouts are cool, but I just, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to do more crunches or like more pushups. I'm like, I want to do something fun but it's like it's not always going to be fun but I don't know it needs to be more enjoyable like a a style of working out that you actually will enjoy more often than yeah I know what you mean and then what about nutrition what's making it hard to not eat out as often um, find nutritious meals I think a part of it is I I get so overwhelmed with like household chores that like when my husband gets home I don't want to cook because cooking means more dishes and that means after my son goes to bed I have like more things to do it's so much easier to eat out than to cook because you know if you go eat out like you just throw this stuff away you don't have to worry about it it's less effort I guess are you um did your husband pick it up on the way home do you go out and get it usually I'll go get it he'll get home and we're like should we cook tonight nah let's just go get something okay. um and then so usually like I'll go out, get it and bring it back. Gotcha. So it sounds like you're kind of making the decision in the moment instead of planning ahead. Okay. Yeah. Totally normal. And then with working out, it sounds like you would prefer to work out in the morning before yeah. your son gets up, not necessarily with him. Have you ever tried working out with him before? How's that gone? If you have. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't. Um, he's like very mobile. Like he's like running around now. Mm-hmm. He is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I think he could enjoy it, especially like we turn on music. He loves to dance. Like, yeah. So at the point now, like he copies everything we do. So honestly, if I worked out, he would probably just try and do it too. Or like just run around. Yeah. And do you usually go to the gym? I know you were bringing that up, like going to the gym in the morning or have you tried working out at home before too? I've tried working out at home a time or two. Like part of our problem is we ha- we live in like a trailer, and uh-huh. so any sort of big movements ends up moving the oh, house. Yeah. And so like I did one time, but I I was like, is he gonna wake up? And yeah. I, and I feel like I couldn't focus on what I was doing. We have like a garage beside of us that we're trying to fix up, but it's like not ready yet. So that would be ideal because like his baby monitor reaches there, mm-hmm. but it's it's not ready yet. But it's like I really want it to be. Gotcha. What part of North Carolina are you in? 
so we're like right below Boone, like the okay. So you get you get cold winters too. Yeah, like if I get up at five thirty or six, it's gonna be like 40, 45 outside. Because okay. that's a factor too, having to okay. If you do get the garage finished, but then you're planning on working out, you know, in the morning or whenever, or if you're in the garage with your son, it's just like that's cold. That's too cold in the winter. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to get more context here and you know get get a picture of what it could look like and um, all of that. So from my perspective, the way I break it down is there's three different paths. There's the workout path and focusing on that first. There's a nutrition path and focusing on that first, or there's the routine path and focusing on that first. And the nutrition one is much more in depth. There's a lot, there's just like a lot of different pieces of nutrition that can get addressed and they don't all have to be addressed before you can move on to working out focus or a routine focus. But when it comes to your situation, um, it sounds like routine and workouts are kind of paired together, but either way, we're not going to focus on multiple at the same time. We're not going to focus on working out and nutrition. We're not going to focus on getting you up earlier and nutrition or getting up earlier and working out. And then within each path, there's different focuses you can take. So like with work with the workout path, you can focus on doing a certain number of workouts per week. There's another focus of a consistent time of day. And then when it comes to routine, there's stuff like waking up earlier, getting a better grasp on planning day to day. And then with the nutrition focus, there's a whole bunch of different things you can focus on. One of them being when it comes to dinner time, planning ahead with meals, getting dinners on the table. I don't like to word goals negatively, but not eat out as much being yeah. one of the focuses. There's a bunch of other ones too, but that's a big one that honestly, a lot of moms end up focusing on first for their starting point. There's a lot of options that you have. You can focus on getting up earlier. There can be a starting point of a certain number of workouts per week, or I think another option would be the starting point of cooking meals more often instead of eating out as much. So, you know, it's totally up to you. What you choose is your starting point. I always think the best way to go about picking your starting point is looking at all of your circumstances. And that's kind of why I was digging into like, okay, where do you live? What's the weather like? What's your workout space situation? But you want to take all those into account because you want it to be a realistic starting point that's going to last. That's going to be your catalyst to build on, you know, you're moving that baseline up and it's not going back down Yeah. from that starting point with that in mind and the different options of working out more days a week, um, like three to four days a week, working out first thing in the morning, which honestly, just from my experience working with a bunch of moms, if your son's still not sleeping through the night, don't try to get up earlier. That can wait. It will come. You will get to, you get to work on that after your starting point, you have stepping stones. That will be one of your stepping stones. Absolutely down the road, but not yet. (laughs) Um, And then the other option being getting dinners on the table more often. So which one, which one do you feel like would be the biggest catalyst for you in getting your feet under you with your journey? So you're kind of off that roller coaster. Part of me says working out mm-hmm. because the dinners can be hard because my husband's like, I just want to go out. And I feel like there was like a good three weeks that we ate at home, like almost every weekday. And then like on the weekends, we usually go out because family like always goes out to lunch, like after church on Sunday yeah. and stuff. But we did really good because I got this cute little like menu board and I would write it down and I got so excited to like write it down because I feel like that one's like a more of like I'd have to work with him to do but for the yeah. workout I've noticed when I've worked out before if I work out I eat better because I'm like mm-hmm. well I don't want to throw all that away and my Sunday night we would like go on walks a lot and I always felt better afterwards in the days I didn't work out I was like man I don't feel very good so I feel like if I just 
started with like two or three days a week where it's like whether it's a walk because like it's perfect in the afternoons for a walk thing like that cool Maybe. okay so do you want that to be your starting point picking yeah. a certain number of days a week to work out cool okay so what is realistic for you at this how many days a week right now are you working out honestly right now like none okay like, it was like like a while like we were doing our walks and then his naps changed and then we just like have not done anything yeah yeah and the rest of your day is if you don't have photography work to do too aside from that at home is it like household chores and you know any cooking you need to do cleaning up stuff like that that you're taking care of too so we have chickens and so I have to get up there and like feed them and water them and get the eggs. And then we're trying a fall garden. We're going to see how it goes. We've never done one. Um, but I have like the gardening stuff too. Cool. So you've got that on your plate as well. Okay. So with all that in mind, how many days a week do you think is realistic to follow through on right now? I would, I would say three. I feel okay. like I, I think I do three. We focus on starting points for two weeks at a time. <laughs> so your goal will be three workouts this week, three workouts. Oh, and it's a Monday. That's great. <laughs> so perfect. You can start this today. We're not just going to like, be like, cool. That's your starting point. Go, go after it. Let's come up yeah. with a plan to actually make that happen. This is your starting point plan. So when it comes to working out a certain number of days a week, do you use any type of planner or calendar as a family that helps you? I do see a calendar behind you. Do you, yeah. take of, do you use something like that to like plan anything for your family or your life? Yeah, we have a, a family calendar like in the kitchen that like has all of our to-dos. And then I use a daily planner to write out like the things I want to do like in like every week or every day. And then my weekly stuff I update in there. Perfect. Awesome. So you can do this wherever it works best for you. But I do want you to sit down at the beginning of the week or before a week starts. I do that on like Saturdays most of the time. And you can do this today since it's a Monday. I want you to go ahead and pick which days will make the most sense for you to do your three workouts. Like the three that are like non-negotiable, you're going to do them. um, And if if you can kind of be like, okay, I know your son's kind of between one and two naps and that can totally play with, you know, can totally screw with what time of day you do stuff. Um, so however you need to plan the time of day, whether it's a day by day type of thing, morning of, or if you want to, you know, plan for it when you're planning your week out, go for it. But whatever works best for you in that sense, since you are in that transition phase, that's how you have to approach it right now. You know, once he's solid in one nap a day, you can say, okay, what time of day do I want to do this? That's probably going to be your next stepping stone is getting that consistent time of day for a workout. And then you'll be able to go, okay, now I can do it like four or five days a week because, he's got this consistent schedule. Now, you know, you're in a transition phase, so you'll have to be flexible too. So just mm-hmm. how it works. Awesome. It's like sad this coming Saturday, we've already put in like a hike with some of our friends. Fun. Yeah. It's like we're going up to Boone and like doing a, a hike pretty much all day. Well, there you go. Saturday, that's one of your days. And then the other two, if you want to play in walks, if you want to pull up like a YouTube video, that's got like a dance workout, that's always fun. And then when those days come up, follow through. Those are the days you're going to go no matter what, I'm going to do it. Kind of like you said, with the dishes, you got consistent with it. You were like, I just don't want to deal with this in the morning. So no matter what, I'm going to do the dishes before I go to bed. Listen, I was going to say that mindset. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to tell you that again, because that was like a super big thing. Cause I dreaded the dishes. When I tell you, I threw temper tantrums some nights. I was like, I don't want to, you can't make me do it. I don't want to. My husband was like, Lisa, go do the dishes. Like, fine and then I did them and I was like oh wow it wasn't even that bad like it took me like and it probably minutes. took you like two minutes right yeah yeah and it's like and so then every time I get mad I'm like Lisa 
it's going to take you 10 minutes. Like, turn on a podcast, put on some music, and you'll be done before you know it. And I do. And then it's fine. I'm so glad I did that too, because it's like one thing that I hardly think about anymore. I'm just like, all right, I guess we're going to do the dishes now. Like, it's just what we do. Yeah. So you're going to follow through on those days no matter what. And the cool part um, about this three days a week is if there's like an extra day, you're like, oh, this time of day works. My son's schedule. I've got this gap of time. I want to go out and move my body. Go do it. You're not beholden to just three days. If you want to do four or five, because it just works out with your schedule that day and you have an extra day, go, go for it. Nothing's stopping you from that. So that is your starting point. Um, you'll get check-ins from me on week one and week two. So, you know, if you're kind of struggling with this, it's like, Hey, okay. If it's hard right now to get three in and first week kind of felt like a fail, let's do it for two extra weeks or one extra week, whatever. We'll talk about that if we have to cross that bridge, but you can change. And I think one year postpartum is such a fun mark because you're like, okay, I feel like I have my feet under me and I can get, I can do this. Like I can do it. You're at that point, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm like, just like, ready to do ready to do it it's like I talk about it all the time and I'm like all right we're just gonna do it cool so how do you feel about having your starting point with three workouts a week making that happen the next two weeks I'm excited especially good like it, it is a Monday and like my yeah. husband's working I'm like all right listen I'm gonna do three workouts this week we're gonna figure it out we're gonna do it and just like establish it and we're just gonna do it I'm yeah. just ready to do it. <laughs> it's going to fall through. I want you to start this. So I want you to sit down with your planner, decide the days you're going to work out. And specifically, um, I didn't mention this, but which workouts you're going to do as well. That way yeah. you have, you have that laid out. And I want you to do that within 24 hours, like do it tonight. If you can do it by the end of the day, print the habit tracker or write it down somewhere and start, keep it somewhere where you'll see it often. That way you can just every single day at the end of the day. Yes. I worked out. No, I didn't. And then on days three, seven, and 10, you can do those check-ins. I'll send you a check-in email next Monday and the second Monday after that. And you can send me your habit tracker, a little summary of how it's gone on day 14. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have any questions or anything else you want to chat about? We've got a couple of minutes left. Yeah. Um, is there like a minimum time to work out? Should I like put like a minimum and like maximum time? Or is that kind of just up to like the time I have? So ideally what you'll want to work up to is a total of 150 minutes a week. Now that would be like 50 minutes a day for your three days, which maybe isn't ideal, maybe isn't realistic. So if you can shoot for 90 this week, you do like three 30 minutes. That's great. But the most important metric to consider in all of that is what's realistic and what you can sustain. So if because of your son's schedule and what you've got on your plate, you can only get out for a 20 minute walk or a 25 minute walk or Maybe there's a day you get a 40, a 45 minute walk in, whatever it is, or a 20 minute dance video. Just the fact that you're doing it is what, yeah. what matters and that it's something that you can sustain long-term. So, you know, I'm not going to say shoot for 50 minutes so you can total 150 because yeah. if that's not realistic for the next two weeks. It's not going to stick. And then you right. won't be working out three days a week. And then this was all for not. And I don't want, that's not, nope. <laughs> not doing that. Nope. <laughs> not allowing it. <laughs> So, you know, eventually, you know, if you can work up to five days a week and you're doing 30 minutes a day, wonderful. And you'll probably get to that point. I'm sure you'll get to that point. It just might be a couple of weeks from now or a month or two. So yeah. Build in the baseline. Yeah. And I, cause I always struggle with like, well, if my workout's not long enough, am I really doing enough? I'll be like, well, if I'm not sore, what was the point of the workout? Or like, <laughs> I'm like measuring what a successful workout is. Yeah. You don't want to be sore after every workout. That's for sure. Right. And it all depends. It's like, okay, what is the style of workout? 
how's your body already acclimated to that or not acclimated? Like if you've been mainly walking, you know, maybe try adding in 15 seconds of jogging here and there, you know, walking at different paces, finding some hills to walk. You're in the foothills. So you are blessed with some some incline, I'm sure. (laughs) You know, while you're walking, maybe doing some lunges while you're walking, just different things like that. Or like I've even done where I'm pushing the stroller, I'll like shuffle on the side and then like switch sides and shuffle. So you can even work in little things like that to change it up a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll send you an email, um, the summary of all that, um, but I will send you that so you can get going on everything and I'll chat with you in a week for sure. So awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Um, So excited for you, Lisa. This is going to be awesome. Thank you. Now I know it's great to get to listen in on someone else's starting point session and glean all of the insight and takeaways that you can. And I hope you did today. That's why I put these here on the podcast so you can go, oh, I relate to this piece of her journey or this piece of her story. And now I know I can go apply to my life and my journey, this thing I took away today. But if you need that accountability or you just want insight and coaching on your specific circumstances, girl, you got to book a starting point session because that is the way you get to work with me. And we can really dig into your specific life circumstances, where you're at, what your unique struggles are. So we can find your unique starting point. There's over a dozen to pick from in the starting point process that I teach. So when we take the time to dig into where you're at right now, why it's been difficult, what's keeping you from making the change you want to make. And I allow you the space to kind of envision what you want for your journey, what you want it to look like, we can figure out it's so easy to to spot your starting point once we can get through that process. And I love, I just, I feel so honored to get to hold the space for you to work through that and for us to figure out together what that one starting point needs to be. Is it in the path of nutrition? Is it in the path of workouts and fitness? Or is it in the path of your routine and your sleep schedule and trying to figure that out for yourself? Because it's one of them. There's one there. And Every single mom has her own unique starting point. So let's find yours. So you don't feel stuck. You're not on that roller coaster anymore, that up and down, constantly getting just tossed around because you're trying to make too many changes at once. It is time to get off that roller coaster. It is time to make sustainable change that will last in your journey. And all it takes is 40 minutes starting point session. You're going to get accountability with me for two whole weeks afterwards, which is really when that ball starts rolling with that habit. We can usually add in another one after that. So there's two options. If you feel like you're kind of stuck right now and you just need a little bit of, I don't want to say a kick in the butt, but a little bit more clarity on where you're at in your journey. And then that I'm, I'm holding your hand, giving you that accountability for two whole weeks. If you want that with me, book one starting point session, book one call. Let's get you out of this rut. Let's get you unstuck. But if you really need that accountability, accountability long-term, you've been on that up and down roller coaster in your journey for just too long and you're sick of it, you're tired of it, you want to make lasting change, book a three-call package. Right now, they're on special. Uh, the rates will be going up come the new year. So I want you to make that lasting change. I want you to go into the new year feeling good about how you're approaching your journey, how you're approaching your health, because we're setting the examples for our kids We are setting the tone for our household. We, the ones who cook the meals, the ones who pretty much dictate the routine of our home. I know our kids do, but you know what I mean? We are the ones who are setting the tone for both the emotional wellness and the physical wellness. So let's make sure we get that in check. 
if you want to really make that lasting change, if if you really need to get off that roller coaster that you've been on for too long, book a package of three starting point sessions so we can spend about one to two months together and really get that ball rolling, really make sustainable change. We'll probably pick, we'll definitely pick one starting point and for sure one or two stepping stones. And you're going to get that accountability over time so you can make real change in your journey. Change that lasts. No more roller coaster, no more dieting, no more sticking to a workout program for three, three weeks and then not doing it for a month. No more of that. No more. Let's make living a healthy lifestyle who you are. That's what I'm about. And that's what we're going to do. So go to the toughlovemom.com backslash coaching, and you can find the options there. Get all the information. If you have more questions, feel free to email us at support at the toughlovemom.com. We're happy to answer your questions. But I just want to see real change for you. I don't want you stuck. I don't want you on that roller coaster that Lisa and so many other moms find themselves riding. I've ridden it. Get off that roller coaster. It is slowly but surely sucking the life out of you. And we cannot be shown up as the best moms we can be with the life sucked out of us because we can't get our habits down right. So let's do it. The toughlovemom.com backslash coaching. Let's get you started on the right foot in the new year and killing it. All right, get after it. Before you go, Thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.